Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown here with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. <clears throat> Welcome back, guys. We are joined by the Black and Gold podcast, guys. Alex and Charles. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks, David. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Appreciate Did y'all crack one, too? Do we just, like, leave y'all out? <laughs> I, I've already got two. Um, I, we always pre-crack around the, the mountains. <laughs> so. nice. You got you to gotta practice, right? Nice. Well, it's, it's yeah. getting cold up there. It's cold down here. It's getting, like, actually very cold up there, right? So you got to oh, warm yeah. up somehow. Well, it oh, just yeah. depends on what you call very cold. Uh, well, we have 30 is I, cold. I know what we're going up to tomorrow night is going to be very cold or going to be cold. But it, oddly enough, uh, the temperature did like a 30 degree drop here in Atlanta overnight. Like we were still yeah. in our 80s and 70s. I got up this morning to take my kid to school and it was in the 30s. And I'm like, what the hell happened? I guess they're trying to get me ready for uh, for Boone a little winter. bit. But yeah, it was. Um, yes, yeah, so my kid was saying it's winter time. I'm like, no, it's not winter time. It's football season. It's not winter yet. Calm down, kid. But uh, yeah, so uh, talk to you guys. Uh, on Thursday on y'all show. Really appreciate that. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Uh, probably the most fun I had on my Florida vacation was talking to you guys about Georgia State football and, and Appy State wow. there. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what, what, are we, what are we headed into in Boone? So Tim and I are going to head up for the game. What should we expect when we get up there into the mountain? Uh, well, I'm, I mean, go ahead. AJ likes weather, but I love weather. Um, I'm that I'm that kind of nerd, and not only am I, I like podcasting, but I like talking about weather. So that really takes it up a notch. Um, tomorrow it's <laughs> going to be sunny, high of 43, um, but that's at like four o'clock. Right. Um, by game time, we're talking 36, 37, somewhere in there. Um, I, I don't believe it'll be too windy. You got that going for you, but it'll still yeah, be it'll still God. be very it'll be chilly. I, you know uh, what? To me, it can be zero degrees outside. If there's no wind, I don't care. It's the wind that I'm just like, nope, nope, screw this. <laughs> you, you sound like a true mountaineer. Yeah, you know, no, no, we all, that's all we always say. It's like, not cold no. unless the wind blows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tim and I were talking before we came on here uh, with another buddy of mine who's going with us up there to Boone, and uh, we're talking about not there. I guess somebody tweeted out uh, one of the app uh, accounts tweeted out that there was some flurry in Boone today, and we're like, man, we're not prepared for snow. And I was like, I'm not prepared for snow, but I will take snow night and day if it does not come along with any wind. That's that's the killer. So well, as um, long as it doesn't yeah. come with um, three ice kicks, that turns into a touchdown instead. I mean, that's <laughs> that's really my fear. When you're when and you're you already down, like that, that is an unreasonable fear, except for. <laughs> um, yeah, so, miles no longer <laughs> good. So no, so um, that that's exactly correct. I mean, you know, we played uh, an unfortunate Halloween night game against uh, um, TDS, as I guess you guys. Um, yeah, you know, good. I like it. Through, to those folks we call them the stink we call them the stink so we played them and the wind whipping the sleet and everything else um it was awful it was it was everything about that night was terrible um even pre-game you know so so the wind factor i know we sound just like a bunch of middle-aged guys now here talking about weather which is exactly what i guess this is but um as long as you guys don't have that you won't see as full of the tail the tailgate lots won't be as full you know, as, as you would see on a Saturday game, of course, um, that's just, you know, we've kind of adjusted to the midweek games that way. Um, it's always tougher to, to, to have that, especially when the school doesn't let you park till four. It's just a huge buzzkill. 
Uh, but there'll still be people there. It's still going to be um, the rowdies will always show up at an app game. You, you're always going to get the rowdies, and, and that's what uh, that's part of what makes Kid Brewer uh, special. Yeah, that was actually going to be one of my questions I had for you is what are we looking at as far as the tailgate environment and even just the crowd inside the stadium on a Wednesday night game versus Saturday? Uh, I mean, I assume it's still going to be a pretty packed house inside the stadium, but without being able to tailgate for you know, a good eight hours, you may not be as a, as liquored up and as rowdy as they could be. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. You, you just won't have your elaborate setups, you know, it's not like you can get out there at <laughs> seven or eight o'clock in the morning and, you know, and take some meat from raw to smoked and looking good and all that good stuff. <laughs> but, but I mean, if, if, if any mountaineer knows anything, it's, it's how to get warm quick. And, um, I got a feeling there'll be some people getting a little loose about lunchtime at some point somewhere <laughs> all over town. And, uh, that's kind of how it goes. So yeah, I think yeah, and, um, rolling in right around three or four o'clock and, uh, check into our hotel. And I think we're going to hit up that Boonshine Brewery that you recommended Charles and, yeah. uh, get a couple of drinks in then and then kind of make our way, uh, maybe, uh, through the little tailgate area, so we can uh, if we can find you guys and uh, just check out the whole the lay of the land up in Boone. So um, you just got to remember, you can't go around saying "go state" because, well, like <laughs> we're all state. <laughs> I was say, if you say if you walk around saying "go state," people won't know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're they like, "What's who?" Excellent. They went to the wrong place. <laughs> oh, okay. Just gotta say happy, and then they get it. No, then they're just going <laughs> to dislike you even more. It's like oh, this guy's talking about NC State, and he's wearing blue. We get we get drunk yeah. and we get belligerent. You know, I mean, it's all in good we're, fun. We're, it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess we'll talk about the game a little bit. Um, I guess that's kind of the point of this whole thing. I do not like that we're playing you guys coming off a loss to Texas State. That yeah. I felt really good about this game. The preseason, I was like, I, I just had a feeling this was going to be the year that we would actually finally get over that hurdle of, uh, of playing Abby, App State. And that's why I got the tickets and made the, uh, the plan for this trip. Got it cleared with the wife and everything. I felt good about it. Then a week and a half ago, when I saw that score against Texas State, I was like, oh, crap, man. They're going to be, be <clears throat> coming. They want to rectify the situation. What happened... What do you guys think happened between beating Texas A and M, ranked number six, and then what happened against Texas State? Like what? What changed? What changed? How How long does this stream last? Yeah, I got thirty um, <laughs> at best, um, maybe just twenty, and it's not enough time. Um, so I, you know, I'll, I've got, so I've we got twelve had... beer in this cooler and a, a full <laughs> glass of vodka, so I can go as long as you guys can. We'll, all right, we'll let you get. We'll let you take a break to get some more when the time comes. Uh, but <laughs> but we, we had a we had a really great uh, segment with um, Thomas Hennigan, which is a name that you guys are familiar with from from the last five years. Um, and he was uh, he was the actually he's the first person, the first athlete we caught an NIL deal with uh, last year. It's a great guy. Um, he is with the Vikings right now. He's on their practice squad, rehabbing um, the separated shoulder, doing better. And then a former safety, actually from um, from Gwinnett, um, so down there in Atlanta, uh, to kind of talk about this because their former players are championship players that have won championships, have been on the field, and big time contributors. And they, you know, former players are are concerned because the same question you just asked between number six A and M and losing to Texas State. You know, that just doesn't seem right. And I think at the end of the day, there's there's a lot of reasons for for this. But I think I think 
man, th there's there's something about the intensity and the execution of the plays. Uh, and, you know, I didn't agree with everything Thomas said, and, and he certainly didn't agree with everything I said about, like, the causes and whatever. And I think there's a lot of legitimacy about um, locker room culture after you have this, this enormous production, not just of on-field numbers and stuff, but leadership. When they leave and they're replaced with people that maybe don't have a strong – a work ethic or, or whatever, whatever you want to say, you get too much of that in a locker room and people aren't playing with as much intensity or maybe with as much accountability on the field. There's a lot of things that I think only players can control. I think the coaches are coaching their butts off, but I think at the end of the day, the, the players are the ones that have to say, how are we going to approach this? Are, are we going to, are we going to attack them? Like we're playing number 16 in the country or are we not? Pair that with we've lost one of our best outside linebackers, well, probably our best outside linebacker uh, for the year, Brendan Harrington. That's a huge blow. Trey Cobb, our best inside linebacker, he's at, he's he's playing hurt. He's got a bad shoulder. That's that's not been good for us. Um, so we we've been dinged up, but you know a lot of people are dinged up. But for me, I think it's I think it's a player and execution issue where the players have to decide how do we want to be. And I think that starts in the offensive line. Um, if you watch side by side. The the performance of the offensive line, same players, by the way, same players on there. It's not like our star left tackle got injured. Or I mean, same players. The level of intensity that you can see the difference between A&M and Texas State, it, I think it's a lot different. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so will the players take care of that? That's the question. That's why I'm so excited about tomorrow. That's why a lot of app fans are so excited about um, tomorrow because we want to find out how are the players going to respond? Because I really do think at, at its core, that's what the answer is going to be, regardless of whether or not we're as talented as we have been on defense, which I don't think we are. That shouldn't matter. How much intensity would it come with? And uh, that's the big question. I think we'll respond, but we still got to see. That's why we play the game. All right, Fairly Charles, how is Alex wrong? Yeah, okay, basically, that's what I'm going to say. Um, so, no AJ, no, AJ has been more of the one over the last month who is leaning toward, like, the defensive side of the ball. And, and I think that's certainly fair. They have had their deficiencies and, and have had their moments where they've not just not been as good as we'd expect them to be or what we would consider up to the standard of Appalachian State, right? Uh, my issue has been more on the def on the offensive side of the ball. We, we just can't pull off put a full game together. We have not played one full game against an FDS team where we didn't go with like massive droughts and not scoring. James Madison, we didn't score in the second half at home. Inexcusable. At home against North Carolina, we didn't score in the second or third quarter. That happened. Inexcusable. Um, the 40-point fourth quarter didn't happen if we weren't down by 20 going into it. Um, we can't do that. We need the Hail Mary to beat Troy. Come on. Um, our <laughs> offense has not been consistent enough, and we know we've got the players. And where that started and where it stopped, it, it you know, unfortunately, we've got to point at the place that we've, we've taken so much pride in over the years is our offensive line being able to run the ball. In our last two FBS teams, we haven't got 75 freaking yards rushing that we played, mm -hmm. and that is inexcusable. That is not the, well, you know, the standard of Ash State football. So for me, it's more offense. Offense helps defense, defense helps offense. But at App State, man, our defense plays so much better when they've got a touchdown or a couple touchdown lead and our offense can do exactly what they want to do. Yeah. Between so what the two I'm hearing here, uh, I, I like our chances. 
Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, you know, from what I'm hearing, defense sucks, offense sucks. We should be feeling pretty good about ourselves going into tomorrow night, right? <laughs> and, and, and honestly, like, our, our boys should play up because, I mean, our record against y'all is, you know, we, we got a goose egg. So, I mean, this it should mean more to our guys, um, and they should play up to y'all like, like y'all played up to Texas A&M, you know? So... Hopefully that's what happens. I mean, on our side. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that's absolutely a factor. Um, I think a lot of times sports fans in general, um, regardless of fan base or really even whether it's college or professional sports, sometimes we forget, hey, the other team wants to win too, and they're they're motivated to, to do that as well. I mean, there are fifth and sixth year seniors thanks to COVID on Georgia State who have experienced nothing but playing App State and getting L's handed to them, and this is their their chance to do it. I mean, they're foaming at the mouth. Sean Elliott, we talked a little bit about this, David, when you were on our show. You know, there's no question Sean Elliott is just licking his chops to want to get a dub against his alma mater where he fought and bled as a player and as a coach. Of course, of course. Um, but, you know, that, you know, it, I like you like your chances. I, I understand that aspect as well. But I think there's that, that coin flip of, um, like I said, I don't think it's a it's not a talent issue. Like Charles said, mm -hmm. like we're too good on the offensive side of the ball. I totally agree with Charles said on there. Inexcusable to not score in the second half. Um, I think why I always bring up defense is because I think that on our defensive side right now, I don't think we have the horses that we used to. <laughs> on the offensive side, it's just to me, it's like we do. There's really no excuse. Like that that needs to be rectified because we have the personnel um, to do that, especially with an offensive line. We all know how important an offensive line is um, right. to get it done. Will they get it done? Will they will they explode off the ball and uh, play as a unit? We've seen at their best what happens when they do that. You beat the number sixteen in the country handedly. Um, will they do it tomorrow? I hope so. They can do it, um, and I'm expecting it because I'm a very biased, neutral observer. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> if you were, if, if you were. Uh going into the locker room of Georgia State and you were going to give them the keys to victory, what what are the areas of App State that you think that could be exploited? Like, we've got a great rushing game. We've got a great rushing game. Uh, our quarterback is starting to come into his own with the passing, uh, getting a little more accurate there, making some more completions. But what what would you tell the guys, like, hey, this, this is what we're going to do. This is our game plan for beating App State. There's disagreement on some of those premises, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, are talking, what, what, what are you talking about? We have a great rushing game. Tucker, Greg, Jamias Williams. They're 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 tenth of the nation, David. Can't pass the damn ball. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are our stats, Tim? Tim's our Tim's our resident. Tenth of the nation in rushing. Yeah, tenth of the nation in rushing. He's not First a dual threat belt. by any means. He can run the ball. He cannot throw it. I don't know why. Dare. I don't dare. Yeah, Ryan's not high on Granger as a passing quarterback, and I and I get it. I, I just said he's he's getting there. He's getting there. He's, he's getting not. there. You're wrong. He's, he's not getting there. I mean, he's I, I watched light y'all up with his feet. That's what he's gonna do. I watched I watched that TSD game, um, and uh, I mean, it was, a, it was a sunny game. It was a sunny day in Atlanta, right? Uh, I don't. I would imagine it wasn't. Yeah, I, I would it imagine was. it wasn't like chilly, um, and he was just throwing mm -hmm. balls at dude's feet. He's good at bounds, that. on out, like, <laughs> and so like that, that's for me. That's the thing. I think that Granger, when he has that route over the over the middle, that is the, the field's wide open, and it's the only guy. He just has to put it in his hands. I think those are the passes he can hit. But when he has to go to the outside, but that's better. 
it's better than it was before. At least he's getting it closer to, closer to him now. It's not going sailing over their head into the into out of bounds. He's actually getting it closer is, to their physical body. Is this so he's horseshoes? coming to his own? Do you get yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, you get credit it, yeah, for throwing yeah. at the feet. You got to get it in the box there, man. You know, sand is just good enough, apparently good enough. But no, seriously, like exactly. where where apps been burned is that these teams will take these like quick outside like five seven yard hitches outs whatever. Um, lots of teams burn us. Texas State did it on it. Carolina did it. Um, Troy to an extent. Um, and that's that's where we've gotten hit. And that's 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 where I see like where y'all might struggle a little bit is because he is not accurate there. And that ball is going to be 35 degrees. You know? Yeah. Um, and that ball is going to be hard. And you're not going to be able to grip it like you used to. Um, and, he, you know, 202 yards a game. I mean, sure, that's that's fine and dandy with what y'all do. Like, that's, that's y'all's balance. But, um, I, you know, if, I, if I'm taking over-unders on that, I'm just coming way under on that passing game. You know, I just don't see okay. 150 yards coming from y'all in the, in the air um, on Wednesday night. So it's going to be a ground game for us. It's got to It's got to be. For us, have a and chance. We know be a ground game. If App State and if App State knows that he can't throw, that's a problem. Well, they better know that. Yeah, I mean, we know that. I don't know shit about football, and I know that. If they're not yeah. paying attention, that's their problem. <laughs> Ryan, I was trying to get them to expose their team, not you expose our team. <laughs> We're not exposing anybody here. Come on. Hey, now, AJ, you mentioned right now Granger can't pass. Oh well. <laughs> Now, I was to say, AJ, you mentioned a couple key injuries on your um, on your defense. Um, do you think we have this problem at Georgia State where we just walk into a game thinking we're going to win, like Charlotte per se? Do you think at App, do you guys have this problem where maybe App walked into Texas State and said, "Yeah, we're here, we're going to win. We don't need to really try that hard." I think it would be foolish to say that that um, that attitude didn't exist somewhere on the team. I I, I also. Um, I, I always try to say, hey, I'm not here to paint with a broad brush because I, I know some of the dudes on that team don't mm-hmm. approach like that. Like I, I use, for example, I mean, Chase, Chase Bryce is out there getting absolutely hammered, you know, <laughs> you know, it, not getting time, but still making the throw, staying in there, getting getting crushed. Uh, Henry Pearson, our tight end on that on that pick six against Texas State, ran the entire length of the field, knowing he wasn't going to catch the guy, but still put on the burners and, and gave his all. So. When I say that um, to your question, yes, I don't want to throw guys that maybe don't don't operate that way. But to say that that didn't exist and that doesn't and that doesn't really make them some incredibly selfish teammate. Oh, you're so arrogant. But sometimes I think that that creeps in a little bit. And I think that when um, you're not as deep as um, you're used to being on the roster, with as mm-hmm. many superstars as you're used to on the roster, you get away with that. And in our on our post game show and our preview show this last week, we referenced a couple games in history where, hey, we kind of played down. We referenced the South Alabama game where we just played down to South Alabama, but we were so much better than them that it was never a close game. But we played very poorly. Um, well, here we go. Uh, you you can't always do that. You, you can't always do that. So, do I think that, like I said. And I'm trying to be careful because I'm not trying to say that, yes, the team did that. They didn't take it seriously. But I think if you watched the game, I think it's pretty obvious, body language and everything else, who wanted that game more. And it was Texas State. And they they smelled blood in the water and they got it, um, which, you know, if, if you're a young, you know, athlete, um, 
learning how to play the game of football and realizing, hey, ha- season's halfway done. Are we going to turn this on or what? Um, that, that that's that's what I'd be worried about if I was the coaching staff at Georgia State. Is are these going to wake? Are these guys going to wa- wake up on Wednesday morning and just be pissed off and say, "I'm done." Whatever attitude I had at at Texas State, that's over. You know, put I'm putting that in the rearview mirror. That's not happening again. I think that's probably likely. Um, I think um, because David, I think it's maybe you said this on on the show um, when you're on, but App State was between the hail mary, the crazy game against UNC, and then Texas A&M. Arguably, you could say we're the most talked about program in September. So how does that not like make you think, "Woo, man, App State's pretty. It's pretty awesome." So how do we stay grounded? Because part of what I think built our success in the Sun Belt early on was we weren't getting a ton of respect. <laughs> you know, we weren't getting a ton of respect. So we had to build that up. I mean, forever since we got there, Charles, you, we haven't talked about this in a long time, but uh, it was kind of a running thing with app fans is that the press and ESPN and all these writers, they always wanted Louisiana to be the, the toast of the Sun Belt. Always. But like, oh, Louisiana and the old oh, Louisiana, Louisiana. We're like, hey. What are we doing here except, you know, winning all these games? Um, Around here, we call them Lafayette. Yeah, um, and we call them, we call them Lala. So, I mean, it's, Lala, it's, it's, Lala. Yeah, yeah ooh, Lala's that, cool. Yeah, we used to call uh, them 0-8. We can't do that anymore. I wish we could. That would have been a that was You a know what? We, we took on that uh, title. A little bit of a low blow. We got a little bit of a low blow. We're handling. We're handling big, <laughs> big. A little sensitive to that. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question, Tim. That made that. Yeah. That's very well. It's the definition of a trap game, right? You're you're riding you're riding high on a big win, feeling good about yourself. You're going into a a game that you expect that was always written in pen as a W at the beginning of the season, and then you just don't perform up to your ability, and you don't know how to how to fix it up. So yeah, yeah. So selfish. Are you are you referring to Texas State as a trap game? Yes. No. 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 That's. You, you know, we, 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 you know, we played Citadel before that, you know, we, we had a layup, okay. you know, um, that was not a trap game at all. It was a road game. That was it. Um, yeah, gotcha. I agree and with that. for whatever, and for whatever reason, we just, we just were not awakened the first quarter. Um, and basically the first half, you take That's away a pick, too much time away, hanging out in the river out there, you know, you take, nice. you know, <laughs> A river's a little too warm for us. We prefer those waters to be about fifty-five degrees down the New River. You know, just enough to <laughs> nah, you, make you, you try, forget. I mean, you enjoy it. You you enjoy a little strange. You know, we 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 get that. You know, we start tubing as soon as the sun comes out in April, man. The it doesn't matter yeah. if the river's warmed up or not. We get out there and get into it. We don't I need it to be Florida eighty-five degrees. I, was I need photographic evidence of Charles doing that in April. <laughs> and the water was too cold for me to get in. And wow, the pool. the pool water was too cold for me to get in last week. So, no, I was um, gonna say, Charles, I'm, 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 I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call bullshit on it. I, I need photographic evidence as well. That's bring it. Let's go, man. I've, I've been in the Nail, the Nail River in May. I mean, that's <laughs> that water comes from the bottom of a dam, and it is literally 57 Ooh. degrees. And no, thank uh, you. it is no yeah. thanks. Yeah, Ryan has a history um, of asking men for pictures of them in swimsuits. So uh, that's just, that's not, uh, I mean, it's I not went naked. I didn't, I didn't need any clothes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Even better. Even better. You can turn Ryan's video off now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, no, but wow. hey, I, but I, I agree with what Charles said. That wasn't a trap game. That wasn't, that wasn't a trap game. That was, that was the game that fans and, and players were, were talking about. And I, I can obviously speak more for the fans part. That was the game like, hey, let's get back on track. We lost to James Madison. Okay, we played Citadel. There's nothing you could tell from Citadel. That's a confidence boost because you 
all right, we scored a bunch of points. That feels good. But there's nothing else you can really take from that. That was the let's Man, get I right give you some, game. I want to give you some respect, AJ, for what you just said. Uh, you went on straight on record saying that that was not a track game. That that was you did not play to your potential and you let yourself compete. When we talk to these, you look at uh, Georgia State beating uh, and owning the record against the Trashdown South. You know they'll never own up to a loss. There's always no. some weird. They don't thing know how to happen. do that. No, no, they they, 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 they have more points. We David. got beat. We got beat. <laughs> they they can never say that. They they've got to yeah. find well the coach was checked out or the players were checked out or that's the big one they have with us. That's your Super Bowl. I'm like all right, well we're Tom Brady then. We got six. All right, we then we've won six Super Bowls, right? <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the dumbest. I, every time I don't even want to speak his name. Every time they that dude on Twitter gets on there and talks trash, and I love talking trash about Georgia State. I love it. Like it's it's great, but I'm like, and you Jordan have Southern. no room. That's your number one sport. That's your number one sport, <laughs> and you are trashing this program with things that, like, I think kind of funny. But you can't say that because they own you. They rock like what the Naylor guy from for the Guardians last night rocking Garrett Cole to sleep. That's Georgia State <laughs> and Georgia Southern rocking him to sleep. Yeah, yeah, but AJ, they have scored more points than we have, even though we have I six forgot. wins. So I forgot. It's just, it's, they, it's a transitively, they're points. better than us. Yeah, yes. they also right. refer to the six flags, which n- none came when you were even a program. You know, like that's that's what you know that they're still talking about national championships, won an FCS. Like in, anytime you know that, that they have issues with something, they go back to the past yeah i mean we got that amusement park right out on 20 you know <laughs> we, we got six, we got flags, six flags just right outside and you're like how about you get more than one in fbs you know um and that's all they have yeah yeah, yeah I, I i you know i'll do respect i mean uh, to absolute as well you know huge successes in the, the fcs realm but once you make that leap into fbs none of it matters it doesn't matter. That was a great history. You you have a great history, but none of that matters anymore. You're, it matters. you're you are where you are now, and that's all you can be. And uh, you know, some some teams embrace that, and I think the App State has embraced that. They're like, all right, cool. We're not going to worry about what we did in the past. Let's see what we can do now. And you've done successful. I mean, you basically wrote the book on how to transition from FCS to FBS. So yeah. um, there's a huge yeah. difference between honoring accomplishments that are meaningful and like putting putting that flag in the ground today about it and that's that's the thing that i see from those people right it's just mm-hmm. this it's, it's constantly bringing it up in the context of why we're relevant today or what's important today because i'll i'll be the first in line to say that i'm proud of those national championships and i love them and there's nothing like winning in the playoffs i mean it's just the, it's the best feeling in the world but to use that in some sort of like discussion about Georgia State, it's 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 it has no place. It has no place. Yeah, there's one thing. I mean, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm fluffing you a little bit here, but like one thing that I never hear an App State fan talk about is you know you hear ESPN anytime the App State gets mentioned on ESPN or any kind of national uh, sports news, it, they always bring up that Michigan game. You never hear an App State fan mention that. Like you know, the, the media will bring it up. They'll talk about how that how big of that game that Michigan game was. But on, on an everyday conversation with anybody I've talked to about App State, you know that is that's not used as a point of reference for how good of a program it is. That's just right. it's in the past. What have you yeah. done lately? And, we, and you've done are, you've done lately. So. 
Yeah, we're all about the next one. Uh, I mentioned this. A- AJ, I don't know when it was. Miami, Tennessee, like 16, 17, when we were talking about that kind of stuff, and we're like, we want our next Michigan. Like, we want that because that's what validates you going forward. Yeah. You know, let's, right. going back to Georgia Southern, I mean, that's great they had their six titles. But what have you done for me lately since 2014? Like, they're not, they haven't connected the dots well, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we, we, I believe that App State has certainly connected the dots. You know, I think that's right. made sense. Um, this throw is Boise actually in there, throw more Marshall in there as far as transitions are concerned. We can have arguments about that all day long, but, um, you know, we've always been looking for that next one. We've had a lot of very close calls against a lot of schools that we shouldn't be competing with. Yes. And we finally got back over the hump September yeah. 10th. And, uh, you know, we did our thing again. And there there will be pictures that you will see for all time. Mm-hmm. Cam Peoples yep. run down the sideline. Uh, Cooper Hodges standing on top of their uh, their stands with his belly hanging out and everything, you know, <laughs> uh, and and those things. And those, those things are things that you cannot take away. As, yeah. as much as right. like we'd rather have not beaten Troy on a Hail Mary, but God Almighty, game day was there and it happened, and they still put us on ESPN Plus. And what a Come play. on, guys! And what a play, man! That was that was a, that was a sick play. It was just crazy. Was there. He was there. For the rest of put y'all on ESPN Plus. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's because all that stuff was set. You know, the first four weeks were usually no set, so they didn't expect anything to come with that because Troy's been what five and seven for the last three years. Sure. Yeah, but you know? yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know, I didn't realize that. I, we I thought y'all were on it improper. We had a uh, no. We had a game game day at our place uh, two years ago. I mean, wasn't for our game. Wasn't <laughs> it, for wasn't us. Our <laughs> <laughs> it was in our parking lot, but it wasn't for us. <laughs> it was our parking lot. I went down to it wearing my Georgia State shirt, <laughs> but it was for the HBCU Classic or Corky Classic, whatever yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> That's uh, really Miak, funny. SWAC or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's right. And but yeah, so you back know, to the game a little bit. Yeah, go, go, go. Sorry. No, I was gonna I was gonna say what's been an interesting turn this year is you mentioned, you know, the media always bringing up Michigan. This is the first year that I have felt that app that the talk of the underdog and the giant killer stuff like has held up a little bit. And I don't know why that is. I you know, I guess I guess if you see enough, like last year should have beat Miami at Miami. Should have beat yeah. him. We were a bad snap away from, from doing that. That's the first time we ever in, with my two eyes, ever seen us really push around a P5 defense like that and just move the ball. I think we had some 400-some yards offense. We really controlled the game that way. Just had a ball didn't bounce our way a few ways. But this year's been the first time that I've noticed that there's not as much of that, oh, look at App State and, and after that Michigan. I mean, of course that still exists. Of course you're going to see the comparisons with A&M and Michigan. But I think I think this that September – I saw less and less of that than I think you would have if this same thing had happened a few years ago, um, which is interesting, right. which is if you, if you play well enough and, you know, beat Carolina, beat South Carolina on the road, you know, all this stuff, you win enough games. Eventually you have to say, Oh, they've done more things. And that's been, that's been right. interesting to watch this year. Actually, now you bring that up. Do, do you guys have never had that like, about, go ahead. Sorry, Charles, Mitchell, sorry. But we've never had that back-to-back opportunity like that. You know, the play in the two power fives in a row. I mean, y'all did. And y'all know how tough that is, and I'm sure your team was beat up from that. And you felt like you let a couple get away, or at least one get away. Yeah, um, yep. we certainly felt like we got one to get away after we get done with Texas A&M. We're just like, God Almighty, could we have beat Carolina? You know? Yep. Right. What would we? What would yeah, it yeah, look yeah. Like right. now? How did you not right? Beat them? How did you not do it? Yeah, that's 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 the question so, you ask. So you know, we yeah. had our you know, our our 
our next Tennessee was Auburn last year. We thought we had that one in the bag, and then oh, you know you got so you got to beat the you got to beat the zebras too. But there was a and I, it's actually kind of leads into the question I was going to ask a second ago was you know, I, I was checking like the social media and everything during that Auburn game, and one of the things I saw was someone say that you know Georgia State is like you know six minutes away from getting uh, uh, blacklisted by all SEC schools, <laughs> and and so I, my question to you guys is. At any point, does do App State uh, fans or the administration like feel like there's gonna be a struggle to get these games back on the the, the schedule again? I, I haven't looked at y'all's future uh, conference or uh, out of conference schedule at all, but it, is it difficult to get these games? Or I mean, it seems like yes, uh, yeah. Well, well, it's, it's, it's yes difficult and, to yes an extent. No. Go ahead, yeah. Charles. <laughs> I mean, we we got the games on the schedule that we want, right? Like we want local, regional, travelable games. I mean, Texas A&M, we, we couldn't send 6,000 people to Texas A&M. But we can send 6,000 people to Clemson yeah, and Greenville, right. South Carolina. Yeah. Or excuse me, Greenville, North Carolina, Columbia. If we'll ever play the Gamecocks again, they'll just keep backing that sucker up. We'll make money on that one forever. That's like the best <laughs> annuity ever is like scheduling a game with South Carolina if they don't want to play you. Um, it's like your Bonita uh, contract. Just keep, <laughs> just keep bringing those dividends in, right, AJ? I mean, yeah, you're the financial right. guy. That's right. Um, Love it. But I mean, we're we're getting those games. We're getting, NC State's up there. UNC Charlotte has appeal. Um, as much as like, I mean, it's a great local game. It, y'all don't get the same thing with them because there's no like, y'all are so similar, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But they hate us. Like UNC Charlotte hates our guts. They think they're better than us, and like, we're just still like laughing at them. Um, yeah, but <laughs> we're gonna yeah. get those yeah, games. You, you, East we, Carolina we don't like and all those about teams. UNC. Charlotte this week or this uh this season. We won't shame, talk about Charlotte this shame season. Shame on you guys for losing that game. Shame on you. Oh man. For losing to those it was nerds. A, sh- a shanked yep. point after. A shanked point after is what cost us the game. I mean, we uh, should never let them score that many points. That correct. We should have never let yep. we should never let them score um, that, point, that many points. So AJ, like, yeah, our, right. like our huge P five, AJ is what? Clemson? Like that's in the, in the, Clemson like and South all, Carolina are on the slate right now, like in terms of SEC power, ACC, whatever. Um, no, we're not calling that. Thing, we're not calling South Carolina like huge no, P5. No, they're not. No. Or not, no they're, North Carolina's they're, not huge P5. No. They're like a mid P5. I'd say. Well, it's an in state game. It, the, the in state part means more to us than the fact that they're right. in the ACC. Yeah, but they're not like Vandy, Purdue, you know? They're not. Yes. They're not yeah, right, that but that's, level. yeah, but that's it's not correct. huge. It's not like elite, you know. Texas yeah, A&M yeah, is, sure. is like elite recruiting and all that. We're not playing Alabama. Auburn yeah. won't pick up the phone, you know, Georgia. stuff like that. Georgia. Georgia, Georgia has in the past. We played them a few yeah. times in the last fifteen years. Yeah, you know, cool. true. yeah. I, but, I think that I, I think to kind of piggyback, you know, originally I said, well, yes and no. I, I think that there are some schools that shouldn't play us, right? That yeah, just it doesn't make yeah. sense for them to play us. Um, and there are some schools like, like Georgia. Um, the Georgias, and, it's so easy to say that, right? Georgias and the Clemsons and Alabamas, like, you know, the, the the risk of them losing to us probably isn't great. They probably don't love seeing us beat, you know, Texas A&M. I think Texas A&M has their own, you know, unique troubles, especially with that game. But then there are some P5s, actually, that it kind of does make sense from a um, fan engagement season ticket standpoint. And actually, it doesn't hurt as far as the quality win is concerned. <sighs> NC State. We just signed a deal with NC State to do a Charles. Was it a home and home or home home and home? Or it's 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 a rumored home and home. Neither athletic department has actually announced it yet. It's okay. Just a, okay. I'm sorry. I think it's still being worked on. Not official. Yeah. 
Not official. Are we, are we, are but, we breaking news here? Ooh. Are we, are we no, breaking, no. breaking news? Well, David has I it. think we are. <laughs> That's great. App State, <laughs> NC State. <laughs> That's great. I love that. I want to use that. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna abuse that feature. I didn't even know that existed. Um, Please do not use that feature. Okay. <laughs> uh, no promises. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna keep moving on. So Charles will hopefully. I'll send, I'll send you the video clip. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, no. So if we all make each other better. That's right. That's right. Iron sharpens iron. Together uh, we rise. All boats. Together we rise. <laughs> Mark is red. No, but I, I think it makes sense for a team like NC State to, to do business with us. Um, us, you know, a, a victory over us, hypothetically, isn't a, a bad look on their out-of-conference schedule. Um, but the, also, it's not like they can necessarily rely on playing some pushovers and relying on their own strength of schedule and in their division and, and hoping that, you know, they're going to drop some games probably. And so they're in that, that in-state interest, their fans will travel, will travel. It'll create a lot of great buzz. You know, I'll, there's, I know plenty of Carolina people that didn't want to play that app series. And I'm surprised that that ever got scheduled, but it's undeniable that that, that was anything but a positive all the way around for Chapel Hill and app state to play each other in football. That was just such a, a great thing from, from interest, from media, from exposure, from fan base and interaction, just all that stuff was really great. So the more of that we see, I, I don't think we're going to have problems scheduling games. It just has to be the right ones because there are right. definitely some programs out there that really shouldn't schedule us, and um, and they don't want to. <laughs> Let's put that. Yeah. Way. We got we got Vandy on, on a home a home. Uh, I think in two years we play the game the first of the the, the series and uh that's a that's that's a sec team i i feel very comfortable about having a, a series with i like that a lot yeah. i mean they're yeah they were what 37.9 for 38 point dogs to um georgia this way like why does georgia have to schedule the norfolk states and crap when they've got bandy that they're a 40 point favor over <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've already got somebody's got to be homecoming over. Yeah, and the, the, like the Vandys of the world are not answering our phones, and we're we're probably no. not even making the call because we know it's not even worth it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I'm looking forward to that game. By the and way, that's like uh, y'all it's, or your program. Just that's just what it is. That's just reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, that was that was actually like the a, a sicker burn than you wanted it to be. I think, man. That I hurts. can't do a little uh, comment <laughs> yeah. there. All right, was, uh, what, a couple a couple last questions. Uh, uh, is this a sellout game? Will it be a sellout game tomorrow night? I guess they're, they're all sellout games technically. So, so it's um, they released a graphic today saying that there was um, we were five hundred tickets short of it being a true sellout, which Man. I doubt will get <laughs> that, sold. That'd be our but... section. That's, that's our allotment. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, probably. No, it, it won't be a sellout in either um, true tickets sold and because um, they've comped a lot. Okay. I, I know yeah. that for a fact. They've comped a lot. And, you know, sometimes I think our athletics department, I would have no problem saying this on our show, by the way. I think we get just a little obsessed with just never acknowledging, like, hey, we're not Superman each and every week. And, like, it's okay. Yeah, we didn't sell our tickets out. We've comped a lot. We want people to get there. I know for a fact I've distributed a lot of tickets just to get people 
into the stadium because that's what we want. We want people to be able to enjoy the product out there. So, okay, yeah, it's not right. a sellout. And even if it, it technically was, if they come up with a graphic card and says, oh, we sold that 500, then um, th- you won't see 30,000 people in the stands. It just won't. Sure. Um, the dynamic, that first right. game that we played against um, the Stink in 2015 is our first midweek game Thursday night. There, it was electric. It, it's one of my most fam- favorite um, app home games because it was different. It's like, man, this is Thursday. This is weird. You know, we got there early and it's kind of weird. <laughs> um, man, that that wore off quick. You know, there's no upside <laughs> to to weekday games. Weeknight, yeah. No, yeah, there, there's none. Um, I would trade a Saturday for uh, – I'm sorry, I'd trade a weekday for a Saturday every single time. And part of the reason why the expansion in Sunbelt is so good is because we're spreading those weekday games around. So we're not necessarily having – we being any team would have to be the ones playing – two or three god forbid um that's great because there, I mean, there's no how many, how many how many play we how many play last year we played three and we had marshall at home that was a tv deal uh that was mm-hmm. pretty pretty sunbelt for them coastal um, and, and the coastal was at home yeah that was a ECU wednesday teams, I, ECU I was get, a thursday i wouldn't even count on that because that was before that was labor day weekend yeah, and then Louisiana was during the middle of the week. So I mean, that's that's four yes. of twelve, right there. I, mean, yeah, I get a little fixated on, I get a little fixated on scheduling. Like I, I like to pick them apart and everything. And Wait, what? One no, thing's not you. Never. No, I, I really hate. I, I absolutely loathe some belts conference scheduling. I, I, the whoever, whatever, like monkeys in a box over there spitting these little forms out is, you know, <laughs> needs needs something. But uh, like. There's there's no reason why a team should have multiple weekday home games. Like if you're gonna right. have multiple weekday games, it needs to be a, a an away game or at least you know one of them needs to be. You should never do that to a fan base. That that's ridiculous. And I would say the one exception yep. to allowing a weekday uh, home game is that first Labor Day weekend. If you get that that Thursday or even that Friday night before um, all the big games hit on Saturday, that's I, I'm okay with that. Especially being in Atlanta. We, that's what we do next season. We open up with Rhode Island on a Thursday night before Labor Day weekend. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. There's a lot that goes on in Atlanta that weekend. There's a whole lot that goes on in Atlanta that weekend. There's a lot of game, other games to watch. So I'm fine. I'm totally fine with that on that week. Can you and give no me tickets to that Rhode season. Island game? <laughs> yeah, I can thank you. Maybe you can find one for you. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> You may be maybe a general admission concourse ticket or something like that, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, unless Ryan or Tim have anything else, I got one last question before uh, letting you guys go because we've gone, uh, you know, already almost forty-five minutes here. Uh, the, it was uh, the the Sun Belt Media Day for basketball began uh, today. I'm just kind of curious, just high level, what do you guys think about your basketball program going into the season? The- to me, there's just so much uncertainty with this league now. I mean, we got four teams coming in. Um, you can, you, you know, you can certainly hand it off to all those teams in in, in the southern hemisphere of, of the Sun Belt. I'm talking about South Alabama and Louisiana, who can just transfer in anybody and everybody, and they're going to do their thing. But there's nothing that expects me to think that Bobby Marlin is going to be a conference champion this year by any stretch of the imagination. No. And I don't think that y'all are the only the fifth best team in the conference, and I don't think we're only the seventh best. Um, I just, that just, I think we both got slighted there. Um, was, was I don't think if I saw the whole poll was James Madison third. Did, yeah, they're right? up there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think they're up there. 
they were even down on themselves. They're like, we, I don't know what we have. And I'm like, get out of here. They're, that's only they're fourth. James Madison right, third, was fourth. fourth. Yeah, I'm going to say he's up right there, now. right? Yeah. Neither yeah, one well, of those actually, teams. You know, no, I didn't realize this. They're, and I know we don't do East-West in basketball, but they were, would actually be first in the East because it's uh, Lafayette, Texas State, and South Alabama as one, two, three. So that's yeah, interesting. I didn't realize I'm that. I'm going to say it right now. Neither, neither of of those two teams will finish where they're predicted to be. And only one will finish in the top six and they'll be right, lucky right. to do it. I'll go on record right now. Some of breaking basketball news. is different. Some of basketball is different. I mean, it, it, it is not like that in, in, you know, conference USA. Um, uh, they, they're no, coming to like a that. strong, a strong, a stronger league. Um, in my opinion, I, I just don't think you adjust as well, um, uh, to some about basketball. I'm not saying it's like, this crazy league, but man, it's just weird. And the travel is just so much different. Um, I, that's what something I plotted out and I threw that stuff away. Cause I've already talked about it. Um, like who had to go where. And I think, um, I think James Madison was, had like one of the worst, like, like away, like series of anybody. They had to go like long distances on the road. And I think that'll wear over the course of basically two, two long months. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, as far as our team, like if we're looking at a silo at our team, you know, gosh, this is going to sound so cliche, especially with, with what Charles just said. There's a lot of unknowns and churning in, especially like, you know, um, our boy Richie at a South uh, South Alabama. He has a new roster, it seems like, every year with the way that, that they do transfers um, and bringing in guys. We're kind of in that spot right now. Adrian Dalph, who is our most consistent, reliable scorer. Um, and really, it was really awesome watching him grow as a player over the last three, four years. Um, he opted to go play overseas, which is great. Happy for him. Lost a point guard. Um, There's so much unknown. We we have so many new pieces. One thing that I'm excited for is that we have size that hopefully can provide a little offense. We, we've struggled ever since Kearns got there, I guess, <laughs> by transit of property for the last decade since the guys before him were terrible too. Hired by your athletics director who ruined our uh, athletics program, um, but <laughs> having 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 some size. He's a terrible AD, but anyway. So having some size that can uh, score. Um, you know, we've had some guys that can play a little defense and box out and stuff, but getting some dudes down low that hopefully can provide some offense um, is going to be really interesting. I, the the team seems to be getting along really well. I have a little insight into the basketball program. The chemistry seems to be there. They brought in guys that uh, and Coach Kearns. I'll just tell you, is is super intentional about who he brings in on like, like hey are the, is, is this going to mess up the vibe in the locker room so they're very careful about that so um very eager to see i think we have more talent um they seem to get along really well and i'm really excited to see the the big guys um playing to see how they um can add a different element to the team that we haven't seen the last few years excellent well let's talk later in the season uh well, well once basketball season starts let's talk when those uh games we talked about it uh on thursday about doing that um yeah let's talk again be a lot of fun thanks for coming on guys tonight talking uh app state with us um looking forward hopefully can run into you guys uh in the, in the tailgates and and everything tomorrow um and hopefully we'll have a, we have a good game hopefully we have a real good game thanks for joining appreciate it yeah thank you guys appreciate thanks, it guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. That was the end of part one of this week's episode. Uh, check out part two, where we talk um, a little bit more about football, but mostly about uh, basketball and other Georgia State news. So check that out. Appreciate it.